Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Michelle Prince. Michelle, you are found on the web at michelleprince.com. Michelle, you're a well-known speaker. You're a well-known author. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, Michelle, in terms of your superpowers, uh, obviously, you're, you're, you're very good at helping people realize and share their story. But I, I'd love to hear it from you in terms of, um, you know, how you help folks and, and what you do. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, I do love helping people to find their story, but it's more than just your story. You know, it's how, what, how do you use your story to really build your business, build your brand? Um, I call it the power of authority. And it's a little bit of a play on words. You can't spell authority without author. And so it's one of the ways that that individuals and businesses can really get find out a little bit more about their story and how do you share that with those people to connect with to hopefully grow your business and make a difference. Yeah. And so Michelle, how did you find yourself in this uh in this role? I never decided I was going to sit down and help people to publish books. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it really naturally happened because about 12 years ago I wrote my first book and I I literally wrote this book only to just you know, for a goal for myself. I wanted to just write it for me, no intention of doing anything with it. But I saw firsthand that being published, uh, not necessarily even what the book's about, but just being a published author opened all of these doors for me to speak and coach and do seminars. And then eventually, you know, not shortly after realized that I had an opportunity to help people to do the same thing. And so that's when we started the publishing company. But I wish I could say I had a grand plan to <laughs> just kind of organically happen. Yeah. And, and what does it take to become a publishing company? Well, all it does is, I mean, literally just helping people to publish their books. So yeah. there's, you know, so many different ways to get to the end result these days. And so part of what my company does is either help individuals to self-publish and go down that route, or mm -hmm. if they want to do a different, uh, you know, done for you hybrid route, or if they need help and assistance in navigating the traditional route. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So, um, and you have a connection to Zig Ziglar, right? Yes, yes. Very grateful. Uh, I be I began my career actually with him. I met him at eighteen. My huh. parents kind of forced me to go to his seminar. Wow. <laughs> but it was so life changing for me. And I even said to him that day, I was like, "I'm going to work for you one day. You just wait and see." And it was literally about five years to the day uh, after I graduated college, I ended up working for him in the corporate office. And <laughs> so that was kind of the launch of my career. Which wow. Yeah. And and what are like some of the biggest uh, impacts that, that, that Zig has had on your life? Like, how is that, how does that, you know, how, how has that helped design who you are today and how you show up in the world? Yeah, great question. So it's so much. You know, it's, I call it, it's just kind of in my DNA now because at 18, I was so young when I was exposed to all this, but, mm. you know, being a part of an organization that truly is just designed to make people better and to help them to grow their personal life, professional life was so, it was just incredible. Um, but working for somebody like Zig, I mean, I've never met a man with more integrity in mm. all of my life. Um, and he's just, uh, you know, strong value-based and uh, just, 
I, I, it's hard to even articulate how much of an impact that him and the whole organization have had on me. So much so that my mission, I mean, part of what I do is, and, and everything about my story re- goes back to Zig. So I'm trying to help keep that legacy alive as well, um, you know, by sharing my story, but just an incredible experience. Yeah. Um, Michelle, one of your books uh, is the um, has to do with authority, the power of authority. Can you tell me about this? Because this is something I've, I've been a huge advocate for. And, you know, quite frankly, I mean, if we look at, you know, the kind of the analogy I, I give, um, and, and I, I actually, we were talking about social media, but this is actually, I spoke on this um, uh, quite a degree because I was talking about, you know, the, the value of being seen in the media. And, the visibility of being in the media is it's okay. You know, the authority of being in the media is the much bigger prize. And, you know, and I really um, sell the value of, you know, of authority of, you know, just imagining what it would be like professionally to have 10 times the authority that you currently have. And just imagine how that would impact your business, like in terms of sales, what you could charge, speaking opportunities, partnership opportunities, um, joint ventures, um, if you had 10 times the authority. And so then, you know, if you really spend some time visualizing what that's like, you know, hopefully that becomes a bigger priority because it really is the door to how so much happens. I would say particularly in the kind of the entrepreneurial world in particular. Uh, I, I see that quite a bit, but I, I listen, I would love your take on it. Oh, well, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is so, there's such an opportunity here. I mean, first of all, it's not about a book. And so, and I say that a lot because it's really more about your story, but your story is the way that you connect with people. And, but what comes with putting your story in a book is this perceived authority. I mean, instantly people see you differently. Instantly you are that go-to expert. And and frankly, it's long before they read your book. Uh, It's because you are published. And so, you know, it's a phenomenon I can't fully explain, but it works. And, And why I'm so passionate about this, especially with business owners is because that's what happened to me without a grand plan. But because I was published, that's when I started getting the calls to speak and, and coach and, and do all of these things. The way I, I, I look at it is when you are published and you have that authority, that credibility, you are, you're, it's your ability to have a platform now. And a platform is nothing more, you know better, but you have the ability to rise above a little. And it also means people are willing to listen to you. We put a lot of stock in authors and in influencers. And so, you know, when you put yourself out there as such, as you are, you're the authority on your story, um, you know, it just creates that ability to have the platform. And when you have the platform, that's when you you can help more people. I mean, ultimately, I think that's why all of us get into business, right, um, to to serve other people and then in turn grow our business. But yeah, it's it's powerful, powerful, and it's what I, I I advise all entrepreneurs, all business owners. If you have not written a book, mm. do it because it's your business card. People yeah. throw away your business card, but they won't throw away a book. So use it. Yeah, they might donate it <laughs> eventually. So I, 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 I live in a in a weird, really weird world, right? As a, as kind of a pseudo media kind of person, I so I get books all the time, and you know, sometimes it's like well, I'm, just throwing yeah. I'm really going to read this one. And in reality, um, I am a hyper consumer of audio, uh, yeah. but um, yeah. Uh, so tell me about uh, how to effectively, if you're going to have a book. How do you effectively use that book? 
Okay. Well, there's so many ways to use it. Um, I, I think of it as a door opener. It's not necessarily going to do everything for you, but it's going to make that door open a lot easier. The mm-hmm. first thing, though, is figuring out well, what what is your book going to be about? And, and that's where it goes back to what's your core message? What is it that your business is about? Most of the time, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, they already are sharing their story over and over and over and over again, either online and social media and blogs in person with prospects. So it's taking that information but, but giving value, right? So, so think of a book. Um, I literally use one of my books as my business card and I do yeah. give it away because it's just, it's valuable information. And if they find value in it, they're going to come back. So, you know, you can use it as a lead mag- magnet. You can use it when you speak. You can use, you know, of course, you, it's never about the, the opportunity. And of course you make money selling books, but truly the opportunity is not in selling books. It's in the other things that come as a result of being. Yes, right, right. Yeah, getting rich off book sales is it's it's a. If that's that's your only goal, it's you. You know, you may be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and and so, what are some other strategies again for for leveraging that book? Like, let's say that um. You know, for example, um, someone's also a speaker or someone is a consultant. Uh, you know, how could they leverage? How could they use that book? And 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 I mean, very. When I say how, I mean, maybe some very tactical ideas, that, the things that they could do. Well, first and foremost, if you're speaking and you you have once you have a book, you you immediately can can get higher fees. I mean, without a doubt, there's no mm. doubt about that. But there's some other little tactical things you can do. Of course, selling books at events. I mean, that's one of the best ways. Most speakers, I mean, think about a book. Think about anytime you're in an event and you hear a speaker. If they if you, if they say something that you resonate with, chances are you're going to buy their book. Not because you'll ever read it, but, but there's something about like, I want to take you home with me. I like what you had to say. So there's that. But the other thing for events, and this is something that I see a lot of speakers overlook and they don't really leverage this is, you know, a lot of times, you know, speaker uh, companies may have a speaker budget, right? And it may mm-hmm. not be as high as you would like it to be. Sometimes it is. Um, but all companies have a continuing education budget. So what I usually do, it could either be in negotiation with your speaker fee or in addition to, you know, they buy books at, at a discounted rate. Um, as part of my contracts, I, no matter what my fee is, is I give them the opportunity to buy my books in bulk for people in the audience at a discounted rate. or they allow me the opportunity to sell them at retail, but putting that in the agreement up front just plants the seed. So you're not just hoping you're going to move books at an event. You're guaranteed to if they're getting them up front. Um, and, and so that's that's an opportunity there. Um, podcasts, as you know, mm. um, one of the best ways to really leverage being an author is getting on podcasts, whether you have your own or, or not. Being a guest on a podcast is an incredible way right? Because it's all about your message, <laughs> as you know. Yeah. Like, Listen, you're, you're singing, you're, you're singing my song right now. I know, right. But you wouldn't bring just anybody on your podcast, nor would anyone else. But when you have, there's something magical that happens when you are published, because in the media, podcast world, and in speaking world, people, it's a perception that you must have something to say if you mm. read a book. And so of course, you have to back that up and be credible. But it's just a great opportunity. And I love podcasting. I think that's one of the best ways to get your message out there. Um, the book is is usually the way that gets you there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that for sure. Um, so Michelle, um, 
Who do you work with? And, and do you work with aspiring authors? Is, is, is that the best way to say who you work with then? Yes, I do. So kind of pretty much two sides of the coin. Um, business owners, entrepreneurs uh, that realize that their, their book is their business card and they want to grow their business, leverage it, or, or possibly build a business. Uh, we also work with a lot of people that are passionate about making a difference, building, you know, maybe they want to start a ministry or maybe they're in corporate and they want to branch out to, to do their own thing. So we get a lot of, um, all of our books are personal development or professional development nonfiction. Um, and, and so who, uh, you know, wh- where, what's going on for them professionally right now? Like, would, would you say, and, and, and I guess, let me ask it this way. Is, is there someone that, um, you know, you're chatting with and you're like, I'm not sure you're really ready for me yet. Or, you know, what would you hear that would say, you are definitely ready for me? Okay, great question. So those who are the best fit for us are ones that see that their book is, it's more than just a book. It, it is an opportunity to really um, build a platform. Those are the perfect fit for us because they they realize that it's 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 not that you just write a book and it's not that saying of if you build it they will come. <laughs> it's not how books work, but they see it as this is just one part of all of it that I want to build a platform. Um, always people that that truly with the, you know authentically want to make a difference either personally or professionally. Those are the best fit for us. Um, you know, somebody who's probably not a fit, definitely not a fit for us is anyone that's, you know, fiction writers, or if the only goal is to be in every bookstore in, in the country, that's not a bad goal. But if that's the only thing you're focused solely on selling books, then we're probably not yeah. the right fit. We're, we're more about creating difference makers. And a book is just one way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to, you know, publishers across the board, uh, you know, what do you provide um, to an author or aspiring author that maybe they wouldn't really find anywhere else? Yeah. So I didn't get into publishing because I wanted to be a publisher. I wanted mm-hmm. to help people to get their stories out. So we do it a little bit differently. Um, you know, like a publisher, they take the rights and the royalties from their authors. We don't. We, we see it as partner publishing where we're literally, I have the, the team, the designers and, and all of the people, editors to, to help bring that book to life. Um, but ultimately, we feel like the author should deserve all the, the benefit of that. Um, so we partner with them in doing that. So that's a, a lot different. Um, we keep it simple. So, um, you know, but, but again, just to clarify who would be the right fit, if somebody, there are reasons to traditionally publish without a doubt, but it's usually not a first time nonfiction author. Um, so mm-hmm. those tend to be the ones that we help the most. And then if they want to, you know, sell that book like crazy, and usually that's when traditional publishers will come calling, then if that's your goal, great, but you're going to probably want to start a little bit different if you don't have that platform yet. Let's break out the crystal ball. And uh, we're going to we're going to gaze into it now. And you're looking at the publishing world five years from now. Um, is it exactly the same as it is today or are there any differences? And if so, what are those differences? That's such a great question. I mean, just in the 12 years or so that I've been doing this, I've seen it's changed so much. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, you had your vanity press to to now it is so common and and you know, and okay and good to either self or even hybrid publish where that wasn't the case all those, you know, so Mm -hmm. many years ago. I think what could, 
you know, and I know some traditional publishers and I, we've talked and partnered and I send people their way and vice versa. But, you know, I think what's going to happen is that they're going to embrace the idea that there is a bet, maybe a different model, the hybrid model, because there are plenty of incredible books and incredible stories, but they don't necessarily, these are authors that don't have a platform yet. Um, so maybe come, coming up with some sort of a hybrid approach to help people to be published. And then, you know, ideally what I think would be the best is, is to then have a, a bigger marketing component of it to help them, you know, really scale that, um, that brand or that platform so that it is a benefit for, for traditional publishers. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not profitable for a traditional publisher to pick up an author that doesn't have the ability to sell, you know, 5,000 books day one. So, um, which limit it, it keeps them from a lot of great opportunity. So I, that would be my crystal ball. Yeah. I don't know if I'm right, um, but it'll also become more and more self-service. There's you know so many people yeah. get this done on their own. So um, with technology, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Um, Michelle, is it is how can I ask this delicately? How much how much does it cost to work with you? Or is it expensive? Is it super expensive? Or you know, just in terms of like you know making sure that people have budget, um, and you know, and and I would say kind of compare that with well, look if if you want to try and do this on your own with YouTube videos. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I guess just help us with the uh, kind of the, the the financials behind working with a publisher. Absolutely. And I always tell people there's no right or wrong way. And so depending mm -hmm. on where you are with your resources, you know, if you have a little more time than money, then self-publishing is going to be the least expensive route to go without a doubt. But if you're willing to invest a little bit more money and you don't want to be in the weeds of having to learn the whole publishing process, because there's a lot to it, um, then that's usually when you outsource it. And that's, um, the difference. So I would say for our services, we fall in the midline. I mean, there's colleagues of mine that are you know twice as much, and then there's some that are twice as less. So we probably fall in that mid range anywhere from depending on the size of the book. Is it a mini book? Is it a full book? Are we doing, you know, what are we doing writing services, just editing? It can range anywhere from five to 15,000 really. Um, mm. and, and can go on beyond there. Of course, if you want ghost writing and things like that. Yeah. So we're definitely in the midline there. Um, it, so it really just depends. What I always tell people is you have to find somebody that, uh, one, that fits in your budget, right? But two, that you resonate with because, um, you know, and, and we, we're very selective on our projects because I'm not a fit for everyone. But if find, find a publisher with the same sort of values and the same sort of um, uh, track record, because that's, those are the ones that are going to help you the most. And that's why we gravitate toward people that want to speak, that want to do coaching and consulting and all that, because that was the, the route I took. And then since then, that's what we do. Those are the authors we help the most. Yeah, excellent. So Michelle, someone going to your website, michelleprince.com, what would you recommend if they're just kind of getting started here and they're like, I like what Michelle's saying. How can they get to know you, spend more time with you and, and kind of really dive into your world? Yeah, so that michelleprince.com is good to get to know me. Um, I would say if you're interested in the publishing, go to performance publishinggroup.com because we do free strategy calls. So if you even have an idea, um, you know, just want to talk it through. Is this even feasible? What would it look like? Then, you know, take advantage of that. We would love to see um, if we can, you know, answer questions, whether that means we're the fit or, or maybe we'll tell you, you know, we may not be the fit, but here, here's a better way to go. That's, that's what those strategy calls are for. Mm. 
Excellent. Excellent. All right. MichellePrince.com. Michelle, this has been fantastic. Any final parting words for, for our listeners here who've been enjoying our conversation? Absolutely. So I will just say this. You have a, no matter who you are, if, if I had five minutes with, with the, anybody listening, I can guarantee that you have a story. It does matter. And it matters even if it's to one person, it's worth telling. But never underestimate the power of your story and how you can leverage it because we're in a world where people are seeking information and you know something that could help them personally or professionally. So get it in a book so you can help others while you're building your platform. I love it. All right, Michelle Prince, michelleprince.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.